I need a countdown. No, that was your. That was the countdown. Yeah. <laughs> does that mean that you gut your whole warm up up to that, or does this start with just Blake silence and me saying I, I need a countdown? I think it starts with go. Okay, cool. I don't <laughs> Welcome remember. To Welcome to Say Report, Judy, your podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every week. I am one of your uh, co-hosts, Zach Sarawick. And I am your other co-host, Dale Decker, and I'm a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> we knew one of these days you were going to do it. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm waiting. I was, I'm always waiting for that that episode start where it's like, oh, we've been recording for 10 minutes. <laughs> well, it's also, I, I definitely brought the mood down. I definitely brought the mood down by mentioning something really, really sad a second before I hit the record button. So I needed to immediately bring it back up. And uh, that was the only way I knew how. Uh, well, <laughs> it's a week. It's a week. It's a very special week. It is special week for a couple week. of reasons. It's actually a special week, not only because there's a special ending to this episode that you're all going to hear yeah, uh, toward the end with a special guest coming on for 20-ish minutes, but... <laughs> I almost said for a little bit, but 20 minutes is more than a little bit. Uh, it's also Detective Pikachu week. <laughs> Finally, we get to talk about Detective Pikachu. Yes. Oh, and the glory so that is Detective Pikachu. But so before we excited. get there, very quickly, I have done nothing this week myself. Personally, I have been working and i found a mod for stardew valley so i've just been playing oh stardew God. valley with like a bigger town that's all i've been doing oh wow well that's nice though bigger town is fun for stardew valley good for them yeah. um but other than that that's all i've been doing uh but you i mean had other stuff to talk about i do um yeah no really quickly because like the the bulk of this episode is gonna be detective pikachu um Really quickly, I, I saw The Hustle. The Hustle was really great. You guys should all go see The Hustle. Um, yeah, Rebel Wilson and um, Anne Hathaway are fantastic. It's basically a retelling of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but in its own like really cool way. Uh, so yeah, definitely go see that. Um, X-Men Day just happened on the 13th. Um, which it's, it was like a celebration to, I, apparently like Dark Phoenix is like, they're, they're gearing up for the Dark Phoenix movie. Um, and like 20 years ago, the X-Men movies happened, started 20 years ago, oh, which geez, like, are we really on the 20th yeah, anniversary of those? Yeah. Which is insane. Oh. Um, and I didn't realize it until like I was seeing Twitter, like go crazy over X-Men and I'm like, oh my god, it has been 20 years. Like, the X-Men movies, like, totally... I, I might have mentioned this before, but the X-Men... The Spider-Man and the X-Men movies that came out in the 2000s, like, totally shaped my view of what a superhero is and what, like, a, what a person kind of is. Um, and, and, and what a superhero movie could be. And the fact that... X-Men movie, the X-Men movies came out 20 years ago, started, the whole journey started 20 years ago, is crazy. And it kind of, like, the, yes, while there aren't as many, it, it, it like, put into spe perspective, like, yes, there aren't as many movies in the X-Men, you know, line. Universe, of, uh, universe franchise, yeah, whatever. franchise yeah. or anything. But, like, compare, I don't know, the MCU, I was, like, comparing it in my head, and I'm like, yeah, 20 years versus 10 years. But in 10 years, they were able to turn out, like, 20-something movies. I, I mean, know, there's, it's there's, weird. what like, it really comes down to is that there's 
I mean, because they have a number of different creators and a number of different yeah. things going on, they have some stronger people they can pull into the MCU, but yeah. that's a money thing. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about Fox having that franchise for so long that, it, like, really so much of what they were doing was just trying to keep the rights and in doing so accidentally created this, like, major decade-long oh, franchise. Yeah. And it's crazy. And, like, also, uh, in my opinion, this is all me, there's a lot of ups and downs in the MCU. There's maybe, like, a down in the X-Men world. I'd say two. I'd say two. <laughs> What's your second? I'd say X. What? I would say three. The Last Stand. Really? Not See, I love super great. The Last Stand. Um, I mean, like this. It's this. It's you know what it is. It's that the um, the CGI really doesn't hold up on I that one you. more than the others. Um, right. And then I know that Apocalypse was not. Although Apocalypse, I have not seen. So I'm saying this entirely based on just like oh. word of mouth. Yeah, Apocalypse, no. I know, is not like super well liked. Yeah. No. My my like down is is honestly Days of Future Past, but. Even... Which is so strange because everybody seems to like that oh, one. I really enjoyed it. it. Everybody loves it. Here's the thing. I, I rewatched it. And in that rewatching, I'm like, okay, this movie isn't that bad. Like, it, it it's actually pretty cool in what they do. The issue with that movie for me is all the stuff that takes place in the future. And you see, you see again, <laughs> it's been a while since I have watched it. Which version do you watch now when you rewatch it? Because I'm pretty certain the original version, whatever version is on, like I don't whatever theatrical version of that is, I think the one that I have seen. I never saw like any of the other cuts or anything, and they yeah. don't spend that much time in the future in yeah, that movie. Yeah, but it, it really like colors a lot, and it's also like Jennifer Lawrence. I, I like Jennifer Lawrence and all that, but like her as Mystique is very strange and like still very strange to me, um, because it's never not jennifer lawrence to me like she doesn't she doesn't hide enough into the mystique character to like distract me from the fact that it's jennifer lawrence yeah she doesn't do a lot of character work yeah so there's that like like i the original mystique who i can't think of her name right now and really uh rebecca romaine yes rebecca romaine like when i found out it was rebecca romaine i was i'm like hold on what that's crazy. <laughs> and then she's in the Punisher movie, and I'm like, oh, they're connected. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so X-Men Day. Um, the X-Men characters like mean a lot to me uh, in, in you know, character-wise, film-wise, everything, superhero-wise. So uh, having, like, having that, them having a day, like, is awesome. <clears throat> and in me. 15 years, and... when they finally get wrapped in the MCU, Which... your favorite franchise, you're going to love them even more. Well, here's just thing. like you love Spider-Man in the MCU. So that's like that's what I was I was talking to a coworker of mine and I'm like, you know, they're they're talking about how the X-Men might join the MCU and that honestly scares me because as much as I love Spider-Man, as much as I love Tom Holland, I don't like the direction they went with Spider-Man in the MCU and they're going to ruin the X-Men. <laughs> I mean, it depends on which that's all going to depend. We'll we'll, we'll get off this now because we have to get to the the better thing, the more happy thing. thing. But but it's all going to depend on what version of X-Men they go with. Like, there's also a big part of this where, like, they might even have enough sense where they're like, no one's ever going to live up to Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Maybe we just go with one of the future X-Men teams that doesn't have Wolverine in it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, one would hope. One would hope. 
which means that they could go with a whole new set of characters and like a whole exactly. new set of stories, yeah. which would be the smartest thing to do would be to get away from just retreading oh, Charles yeah. Xavier versus Magneto with Logan being pulled between them and all of that bullshit. Yeah. Um, crazy. I, I mean, I hope it's good, but you know, I also, it'd be okay if it didn't happen. Yeah. But anyways, on to... Oh, one other thing before oh. we get to that. I have to, we, we do have to talk. Okay. So it was free, that free comic book, uh, free video oh. game thing we did which is not nothing super exciting happened out of that to be totally honest it was a very long day i was very excited to spend the time with you and devin uh i got sunburned on my face Me too. And, and quite frankly the only thing of note that happened in that whole day was when i said i had not seen the godfather movies and devin <laughs> rocket launched a dunkin donuts cup into my chest yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> out that of pure happen. out of just pure reaction <laughs> that, did ha- that was crazy oh my god that was it was one of the few times I wish that someone had been recording something that could just be an endless gift for the rest of my <laughs> life. It's just all of a sudden, all I said was, oh, I haven't seen Godfather. And I just see, cool. out of my periphery, I just see Devin's arm fly up, and I look down, and this cup just bounces off of my chest. <laughs> I'm, I'm forever convinced that you have a metal plate in your chest. <laughs> see, it's sternum. It's all he did. Yeah, I know. That was crazy. Oh, that was so much fun. That, was, that, that moment was a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, you know what had also had a lot of fun moments and great storytelling? What, what was that, Zach? Sad Pikachu walking down the street, Aww. sadly singing the Pokemon theme song to himself. That should not make me laugh the way it does, it's but so I can't funny. stop but cracking up. Detective Pikachu is an amazing movie, and everybody should go see it. And if you're worried about spoilers, now is the time to, I don't know, skip forward to whatever Devin's here, and you can hear us take a, uh, a quiz on Brendan Fraser, because we're going to just spoil the crap out of Detective oh, yeah. Pikachu. It's too the awesome s- to not talk about for the next 20 minutes. The spoiler friends are here, oh. and they are here to play. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay. All right. I, I can't believe they pulled it off. I cannot I... believe they pulled it off because this is like going – this is quite – like right now, it is up there, if not at the top, as one of the best video game adaptations oh, yes. for film. And I cannot believe that they pulled it off the way they did. They really did. Um, yeah, I, I think I saw today that it was – it is the, like, first video game adaptation that made – a certain amount of like they, it made so much money which does not matter to me but like it matters to other people but like the fact that it's pokemon like pokemon was able to do it right guys <laughs> like and let's be fair they it's not surprising no like, because they've been doing this in movies for years pokemon the first movie exactly. was huge exactly. and like and just every every second that I'm watching this movie and I'm like connecting it to the games and the movies before and everything, they managed to connect it to everything in a way that is just like just brilliant without feeling like a complete like retread of anything. Well, let's let's also talk about the fact like this just this just came to me as far as like why it would be successful, even though like, you know, whatever. But it's it's the closest thing. OK, so I'm, I might have mentioned this before. In high, in in high school, not in high school, in college, I took a class called um, Mickey Mouse Monopoly, and it was basically about how Disney has just become culture, and it and it basically is, you know, Disney is part of our discourse. Disney is part of our world. You can't go somewhere, especially now that they've acquired everything. 
I mean, not just, I mean, um, to, to add to that, literally today or yesterday, it was announced that they bought out Comcast shares in Hulu and yeah. Disney has controlling yeah. shares in Hulu now. Like, like they insane. everything. Yeah. So like you can't go somewhere without seeing something connected to Disney. Um, that really is true and like very like more true than I've ever imagined for Pokemon, especially now with Pokemon Go with Detective Pikachu, with, like, they, they're able to churn out video games, uh, a, a new game every single year, along with uh, spinoff games and side games and mobile games and, like, free games that you can play, like, in your downtime, whatever. Like, Pokemon definitely is the closest thing to this Mickey Mouse monopoly that, that has taken over the world. <laughs> think i'm too crazy for saying that well no because what's interesting is that like this movie traded on well one the let's go games literally just coming oh, yeah. out so yes. like the idea of partner pokemon is huge throughout the whole movie mm -hmm. but then you also have it is a movie that is trying to uh appeal to kids is i mean it's, it's a great kids movie it's mm -hmm. a great kids adventure movie but it's also appealing to people who 20 years ago picked up like Pokemon Red and yeah. Blue for the first time who, and who now have kids and can bring their kids along right and, and so like the fact that they have like I would say that the focus on a lot of the Pokemon in this game with few exceptions is for a lot of Pokemon that are not in that first generation yes oh 100%. like like Pidgey and Rattata are like in the background mm -hmm. of most of this mm -hmm. movie and like aside from Pikachu and Mewtwo and Bulbasaur and like Psyduck you don't get a lot of like uh, Mr. Mime is in there, yeah. but then everything else, almost everything else is like a different generation of Pokemon. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, the like first gen ones that are prominent are Snorlax, like Machamp shows up, uh, Charmander and Squirtle show up, but they, they're, it's all like cameos. Right. And it's they've all It's like a who been... framed Roger Rabbit of yes. Pokemon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which someone described it as is like it, this is basically a who framed Roger Rabbit and it works 100%. And it I mean it does. The fact that there's a Comfey there, a Comfey or Comfey like from the Alola region it is was so cool to me. Right, cuz Detective Pikachu came out I think within a few months. The, like the video game for the 3DS came out like before. in a either right before yeah. or within a few months after I can't remember which one came first but it in that same close. range of 2016 to 2017 of those of uh, Sun yeah. and Moon which <laughs> means just... that they, and if they were big planning I, I they must have come out the gate of Detective Pikachu being like this is the movie we're this is the one we're gonna make a movie of and it's gonna be live action yeah well it also takes like people have been people have definitely been fascinated with the idea of um talking Pokemon and like Pokemon possibly being fused with humans. I mean, that's, that happens with Bill. Bill fuses with a Pokemon and becomes like a talking Pokemon. You have Meowth who talks in the anime. Like it's something that people definitely are super interested in. And the way that this movie explains this, that explains Explain. it and, like, takes care of it is really really cool <laughs> now here's what i'm going to say about detective pikachu mm -hmm. detective pikachu is a very easy movie oh yeah oh yeah yeah again to that's point, yeah, because it's appealing to kids on top of everyone else like it is very much it's a very simple story exactly. so that they can rely entirely on visuals exactly. to go after that exactly. yes 
and the nostalgia and all of that. I mean, like, here we go. Here's getting into the spoiler territory. Detective Pikachu, which he is never called Detective Pikachu, he is only called Pikachu, is Tim's father. Soulbound to a Pikachu. Soul like a- yes, exactly. <laughs> so basically, the story of what Detective Pikachu, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, which oh, like God. is such a weird title. Pokemon That's Com- the actual title of the movie. <laughs> Pokemon Company was weird on this because um, they were very strict on a lot of things going into this movie. The reason that this is the one they chose to adapt is because they wanted as few uh, they wanted as little of the catching and making Pokemon fight thing yes. as possible. Yes. So they chose Detective Pikachu because the whole thing taking place in Rhyme City where there is no fight. There's not supposed to be fighting. Mm. Um, and that's also why, like, or at the beginning of the movie. No Pokeballs. Right. When he tries to catch a Cubone <laughs> and not only fails, but the Cubone chases him down yep. afterwards. Yep. Like That was good. I love uh, the, the light's not green. That's bad, supposed- right? <laughs> that's not good. That's like that's great because. We need to talk about the fact that this movie is so perfectly structured against the idea of a Pokemon game. Oh, yes. Because it's like you start with that, that whole opening scene where it's like, it's not green. It's the three shake mentality. It's the I'm sitting there mashing B even though it doesn't do anything because I need it to stop shaking so I can catch the damn Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like no stars happened yet, Tim. No, you didn't get any like music. I mean, that's not going to happen because it's the real world. But yeah, like it do- It didn't even shake. There was not even a one shake on that Cubone. That Cubone wanted nothing to do with you. <laughs> that's like, let it be, man. <laughs> oh, man. Because like, and let's be, let's be fair. It failed because Tim walked out in a field and threw exactly. a Pokeball at a Cubone. Exactly. He did no work for that yeah. Cubone. <laughs> yeah. You didn't, you don't even have a starter Pokemon. You don't, you got nothing, Tim. You can't do that. Have you not watched the anime? Which, like, which that was something that we just... We're getting so ahead of ourselves. I know, I know. Every every aspect of this movie is but so good. You you brought up that the fact that Pikachu sings the theme song from the anime could mean that the anime exists in the world. And which I love. And my, my Because brain. going with the idea that this is based on the game Detective Pikachu, which means that the game's are connected in their own universe. They're not, they're separate from the anime and the movies that have come out and all that. The games are their own thing. So if this is based on Detective Pikachu, the game, the fact that they straight up pretty much tell you that this is the Mewtwo from like red and blue that you can catch in Cerulean cave. Um, it it all implies like, I like this idea that Pikachu singing that theme song implies one of two things. One, it's a pop song in the world of Pokemon, which maybe <laughs> but <laughs> I, I like the it. other but I like the other one which is that the anime exists in this world and they all watch it and they all talk about how bad Ash is the whole time yeah. I, that's yeah. what I want that world to be yeah. is people sitting on their couches hate watching the Pokemon anime the way that we watch The Bachelor like, <laughs> oh, oh. alright alright I can get yeah alright alright yeah, I want people sitting down once a week like especially like 22 year olds like Tim and all of his friends sitting around like we're just gonna have like glasses of wine and mimosas that we've made for each other <laughs> and we're just gonna make up some fucking like pizza rolls and we're gonna yes. watch the latest episode of Pokemon yes. and we're gonna talk about how bad Ash is at his job. That's amazing. <laughs> I want I want that movie. I want that movie right now. Um but yeah, so the, basically the whole story of Detective Pikachu is that um a Bill Nye Bill Nye, right? Bill Nye. Yes. 
is sick and he wants to try and help cure and help you know harness the, what makes Pokemon so great you know the the evolutionary uh, stuff and all that he wants to harness that and try and first of all he supposedly wants Pokemon and humans to live together in peace and harmony so that's why Rhyme City is created because but what there he's is really no doing fighting is... and no catching of Pokemon. And what he's really done is created himself a little petri dish of perfection where everybody yes. will basically just let him do what he wants because he created this like little utopia. This, like, utopia, yeah. And of course he's using that for the nefarious means of if I capture a Mewtwo, I can then use the Mewtwo to combine humans and Pokemon because into one body. Apparently Mewtwo has that ability. Mewtwo has all of the uh, abilities he oh, needs yeah. to I have. Mean, I mean like he's perfect for that. Yeah. Um so anyways, so they they catch they find the Mewtwo, they catch they capture the Mewtwo, which escaped from the Kanto region twenty years ago, and you know, all the trivia is like, and the first Pokemon movie was released twenty years ago. It's the same Mewtwo. Guess what? We also just celebrated like, the twentieth yeah. anniversary of the literal video games of exactly. Pokemon. So like everything <laughs> is connected, guys. Um no, so so they capture Mewtwo. Mewtwo basically like breaks out um, they hire Harry Goodman, who is Tim Goodman's father. They hire they they hire Harry to like to track down the Mewtwo. I think is what they're trying to do. Yeah, they track down the Mewtwo, or something. Well, here's the problem. So here's the other thing: is that a lot of the exposition we're given is given through holograms that have been altered by yes. Bill Nighy to yes. make to 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 make him look good. <laughs> so, like theoretically, yeah. what actually happened is that Harry discovered this was happening in like. Was like no, no, no. Tracked it all down and was yeah. going to expose it. Yeah. So and so, yeah. It was it. Was, so so basically, what happened is that Mewtwo escaped uh, with the help of Harry and his Pikachu, and Harry was like about to die. So Mewtwo was like, you know, you you showed me that humans are actually helpful and not these things that just want to control us and blah blah like there are which, actually which good by the way in the world. is why this is not a sequel to pokemon the first movie because that's the literal lesson that mewtwo learns in pokemon the first movie <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um and he basically then fuses yeah like like soul shares or whatever um harry's consciousness into the pikachu and but also, like, erases his memory amnesia, and also amnesia. makes it so that only Justice Smith can understand him, that Tim can understand Which, like, what he's saying. Which means that, which means that's that weird. like, he was expecting a lot out of that Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> he was like... Oh, yeah. Which, like, yeah. So, so I guess the whole thing, because Mewtwo is like, bring me the sun and I will mm -hmm. restore you. So, I guess the explanation there is... Mewtwo has some ability, has the ability to be like only, only Harry Goodman's true son can ever understand this Pikachu. That's fine. Go sure. Forth yes. And find DNA. Him. Sure. DNA is a thing that works. Yeah. I just like right? I I and like and the idea that like the I guess kind of hope that if it's Harry's son, Harry's son would also be a good person the way Harry was a good person. Yeah. So you can kind of trust him inherently, but, but it's like, but, 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 it's but, like oh man. But Tim, played by Justice Smith, does not think his father is a good person. Getting so much better, by the way. I'm so happy he oh, got this oh, after yeah, freaking 
um, Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. He deserved this movie yes, after did. Jurassic yes, World. Oh my god, I I love Justice Smith so much. I've loved him ever since I saw him in Paper Towns, where he sings the Pokemon theme song, right? To and it's like to pump themselves up, to to pump him and his two other friends up. And it's like, yes, of course, the Pokemon theme song is gonna pump you up. It's the it's such a good song. Um, yeah, he's fantastic. I think he does such a good job in this and. Oh God! Right, and he like is like he doesn't know anything about his father because they have had their falling out since his mother's uh, passed away, it's and like, he's like he's like he's like I, I love I love oh I wish I knew the actor's name because I only will ever remember him as Deadpool's cabbie like oh yeah it's like his friend in their small town like you have at the beginning of every Pokemon game and he's like everyone else has gotten a Pokemon and left what are you doing he's like I'm an insurance I'm yeah. an insurance salesman yeah. and then like, it's like why didn't you get a Pokemon? Pokemon, and then it's revealed that on the day he was gonna get his Pokemon, his mother died, and it just like it gets real. Shit gets, gets real. It gets real, and it gets Detective dark. Pikachu. I mean, this yeah. whole idea that he's like going to like stuff humans into Pokemon bodies is like super fucking dark. Yeah, to in order for people to like become better versions of themselves. And the way they're and like testing like, oh. it is in like underground fighting rings. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Oh yeah, it's also discovered like okay, so this is the easiest thing to dis- to you know liken it to, but um Zootopia in the same way that the Nightshade create t- makes animals go into primal mode they create this this um like protein Our, I'm gonna, this I'm gonna R-type call it, serum this, like, but serum. yes it's a yeah it's like a protein yes, it's a protein that they rip out that of they, fucking mewtwo yeah it's called this r serum or whatever and a pokemon goes into this like primal rage situation and they find out like that's the only way we can fuse people with pokemon is if the pokemon are in primal state yeah, this is also what? you have not seen this and I don't want to do like any major spoilers, but this skews real freaking close to get out in a way that you oh, okay. I, like, right. oh, my God, the sci fi third act twist that comes <laughs> into get out. This fucking kind of does almost the same thing. Right, and it's like, right. holy shit. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's and it, it's just it's just crazy. It's I just. Uh! <laughs> um, and then, like review. through all of this, through all of this, he keeps running into this investigative reporter intern named Lucy, who just keeps appearing with her, with yep. her, go- with her um, Psyduck. Psyduck. And oh man, Psyduck is so good. Psyduck is so good in this. This is like the first time. I mean, I like all Pokemon, but this is the first time where I'm like, oh, Psyduck. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because because like because even in the anime with Misty, like the whole kind of joke is that Misty does not want Psyduck; yeah. and he's just following her. Yeah. But in this one, Lucy's just like, yeah, no, this is my Psyduck. She does not care. She's yeah, no, no. He never really even aside from just like keeping him safe in the car when shit is going down, yeah. and like carrying him in a harness. Yeah. She like never like references what like Psyduck's problems in any way. It's all Pikachu is like, oh, we need to keep him calm. Yeah. Because he might explode. Yeah. We well, need it's to like, watch. <laughs> it, it shows, it also, like, shows that she, that she and Psyduck, like, truly care about each other. Because she's like, I'm, I, I understand his issues. He understands my, we're, 
this she's is got my like friend. absolute faith this in him. Yeah, buddy. she's got absolute like, trust in this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's and it's just you know I love him. He is my like we are together, and this is you know we're best friends. We truly are. Like that, it's such a good showing of like what a partner Pokemon is and how they how you would treat each other. Um, but yeah, it's just like they have little moments together. That's like aw. Like you do care about each other. That's cute. Like I like like I like this a lot. Um, she I so I I'm gonna admit I did not know how I felt about Lucy when she first showed up because here, she's very forward. She's very, she's very pushy and very forward. But that's fine. Like I'm totally okay with that. I am totally okay with that because it was it played to this film noir world that they yes. built. Yes, and it it's does. like okay, it's like, it's this appears is... in the shadows. Yeah, <laughs> like... like this movie, true and true, like was a film noir, and I loved every second of it. Um, and her initial like showing up, like was like this femme fatale, like she, like I am a badass, but the way she delivered her lines did not feel badass. No, but I think and that I'm gets like, but that's like kind of the point. Because... Right. I think what happens is like as you get to know her throughout the rest of the movie, you realize just how much she probably had no idea what she was doing exactly. when she did that. Exactly. But like through <clears throat> while she's going through it. Yeah. Because you realize, oh, OK, she truly is a intern. But the fact that she had the amount of confidence that she had in that first meeting shows a lot about her because, yeah, I am an intern. I don't know what I'm doing. But I want to know what the hell is going on here. And even I just need to appear confident. And that's what's going to happen. It's it, confidence is going to come to me. Right. And she like, and she is work. the and she's the main point of information yes. at the beginning of that movie that gets them going. Yeah. And she's the one that like gets them into where they need to get into mm-hmm. because she's just well way more equipped than there because like, this is just what you do we're gonna cut through this fence now yeah. and keep going yeah that scene was great and the movie never in the movie never punishes her for that mm-hmm. that's the most important thing is that this is a character i think it's a character type that you see a lot but usually like curious strong-headed woman usually ends up like getting trapped somewhere or getting stuck somewhere and to be fair she gets sucked into the psyduck at some point <laughs> But it's not like, right. I mean, the thing is, the thing is, it's never like, it's not like they then have to save Psyduck. It's not like they're running around going, where's Lucy? We have to save Lucy. It just is incidental to the rest of the stuff going on. No, she like, she's totally capable. And she, she, she does become a badass by the end of it because she takes over the freaking newscast. Right. That's going down. Right. She also, yes. So she also then ends up getting rewarded for her own work. It's never like you were with the guy that just saved the city. We're going to give you this. It's you knew what the hell was going on and nobody else did. You're getting this and you're getting this spot now. Exactly. Exactly. And she, she, yeah, she, so like that, uh, that initial reaction that I had to her, I'm like, I don't know. I'm really nervous about you. But she is like, she kind of takes up the mantle of, you know, the, the, the femme fatale, like the female, you know, the, the female, um, character in a film noir, as well as the male. The equivalent. She is the equivalent to, and actually superior to Tim in many ways, but she like, she is confident and good and she knows what she's doing and she doesn't like, she doesn't stumble the way, any of the ways that, that Tim does. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she, yeah, she takes it. She did. 
I was very, very happy by the end of it with her. And I'm like, thank God that this movie did not. And, and that she like she did like she totally owned that character, too. Like mm. she, I mean, that's you know, that, the other thing. Now that I say that out loud, I'm going to be thinking about it. It's not like there's no like big hero moment for Tim. No. In that, like, it's not like there's ever like a big thing where they stick. It's it's not like she's like go interview the guy that just saved the city. Yeah. And that's going to be your big break. She goes on the news to tell the story, and he goes off to be with his dad. He doesn't. <laughs> he's not like given a medal. It's not like some big like grandiose moment or gesture or anything. It's just like here's the thing he did for the city, and she actually is the one that ends up getting rewarded because she's the one that did a bunch of the work yeah. for it. She did. She found all. She like. She connected all the people. She got there. She she was like the fire that started everything, and um, but yeah, no, I I was really happy with it. There was something else, uh, something else that popped into my head that I forgot about. Oh damn it! <laughs> it'll come. I'm sure it'll come to me. But uh, yeah, I. Oh man, this freaking movie. <laughs> this movie, and then oh, we have That's even... what I was gonna talk about. Yeah. Um, I'm re- their romance did not feel forced oh okay Whew. i was wondering where we we're gonna go with that because i was gonna say i'm happy that it's just a part of the movie it had not even yes. like a plot point not even a plot it's point. just it's just he's attracted to her yes. she also and seems to be attracted to him and quite frankly that's it that's you kind of get the feeling you kind of get the feeling after all of this that they're gonna go out like they even say i'll take you to dinner tonight after yeah. i'm done with my work yeah and that's it that's all yeah. you get out of that <laughs> yeah no and it's it's like there are those because Again, in the beginning, I was really nervous. I'm like, this is going to feel forced. This, I'm going to hate this. This romance is not going to be good. But it 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 goes to this length, like, him being, like, um, kind of respectful, too. Like, there's that one moment in the car where he's like, women, women, like, calm and and level-headed and, uh, you wait, know. Wait, where did she go? Wait, where <laughs> the hell did she, Lucy just go? And then he's like, oh, no, she is not, okay, nope. Women see, are not just, what I think they are, and I am totally okay with that. And, and, and even he, then, to be fair, she still likes that. The way, yes. just because she is not that, like, yeah. level-headed covers, it doesn't mean that's not what she's looking exactly. for. Like, as it's, it's it's nothing compared to what, like, just, just because he is not that does mm-hmm. not mean that just because he's not exactly like her. Yeah, but there's, but there's never a moment where he tries to show off for her. There's never a moment where he, like, stops her from doing something. He might question something, but it's honestly just because Tim is not does not know what the fuck is going on. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's, he, questions, he questions things that legitimately should be questioned yes. in an investigation. He yeah, doesn't exactly. question her ability. Exactly. He never questions that she doesn't know what she's talking mm-hmm. about. He is just trying to make, like, he's trying to connect the dots in his own head. Yeah. But even, like, the line where he's like, I'm not, I am not ashamed to punch a, of like, a doppelganger of the woman that I found very attractive. Like, <laughs> that line is perfect. And I love that they never kiss. I love that mm. we never get a kiss scene on yeah. on screen. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, like in in like the other part of that is that so much of the conversation around that is when you have to <laughs> rewatch that movie, thinking about the fact that Ryan Reynolds as a dad is inside this Pikachu yep. that doesn't realize he's a dad. But what he's doing is by almost down instinct, like teasing his son about a girl he has a crush on. Oh yeah. 
Like that's what that's the most you get out of that yeah. <laughs> is that it's a dad teasing his kid yeah. and he's like, it's, oh, we're gonna go great. see that. We're gonna have to go see that attractive girl again, aren't we? Oh, do you? What are you talking about? No, I didn't say she's attractive. <laughs> anyway. Like... <laughs> yeah, and it's oh, it's so good. It's so adorable. Um, yeah, let's talk about Dad at you. I totally oh my stole God. your joke, Dad. Oh my God, Pika Dad, Dad at you. I don't know what we call him. Dad at you. I like Dad at you. That oh, made me laugh man. way too hard. The thing is, the second that like Bill Nye revealed what that like link did, mm. I went, hmm. Are they gonna try? Are they gonna tell me that that Harry's been in this Pikachu the whole time? Is that this is? Luckily, that's the last like twenty minutes yeah. of the movie. It's not the whole movie, yeah. so like. So, so the the only the only reason that bums me out is that I just want him to be able to keep talking to Pikachu. Yeah, <laughs> that's know, the only right? thing that makes me sad. But that's you. fine, that's fine. But like this, the fact that he is a dude inside a Pikachu who doesn't remember that he should be a dude, so he just thinks he's a Pikachu that forgot his moves. Yeah. Because forgetting moves is a mechanic in the Pokemon game. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That was that was a good scene too. And he's like, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Just that rolling around in the fetal position yeah. in my tiny fuzzball body. Yeah. Oh my god. So oh horrible. man. But yeah, that that was something. So Devin and I were talking about it, and it's like, shouldn't there be like, it's so weird because you would you would think that like, there are certain things that Pikachu says that. It's kind of hard to believe that Harry Goodman would say, like, Harry Goodman, yeah, Harry Goodman would say, like, there are those, like, little tiny jokes and, like, the, um, the way he explains, okay, Harry. So much of that is just because it's Ryan Reynolds just doing his own Deadpool thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well. But it's like, that, that whole scene on the, on the, at the coffee bar is like, yeah, Harry faked his own death. Or Harry or someone faked Harry's death. Or someone faked Harry's death or something like that. I don't remember. No, or it was like, no, that doesn't make sense at all. That doesn't make sense at all. Like, that's definitely a Pikachu delivering what Harry is thinking, kind of, but also reversed. Like right. I mean, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing because you have to start wrapping your mind around the idea of what exactly Mewtwo did to him. Yeah. And then also thinking like, I mean, with, with with the amnesia that he has, it's kind of like it's Harry Goodman, but it's Harry Goodman if he didn't have a filter. Because yeah. it's like he doesn't know what filter to put on because as far as he knows, he's a Pikachu. a Pikachu. Yeah. So like, so- because it kind of feels like, because what it actually kind of feels like, and again, this is like this thinking about the implications of get out and then also the implications of, of bill Nighy's plan through all of this it kind of feels like what happened was Mewtwo put harry into the pikachu but he didn't wipe the pikachu's mind yeah. at the same time yeah. and so like what's happening brains. is that his br- right his brain is trying to process the idea of being both a pikachu and harry at the yeah. same time well, what I was going to say is that... So he, like, vaguely understands what he's supposed to be able to do yes, as a Pikachu, yeah. but he can't do it because Harry is, like, blocking him. Well, yeah, so so what I... Like, it just... It, it kind of dawned on me, too, while we were discussing it, is that the conversation we had about Shazam, right? How, you know, Zach Levi never felt like the kid who played Billy. 
You know, it was never, there was, they never felt like one in the same. Um, I think that, like, that could transition over to the Detective Pikachu. The only thing about that, though, is that we never see Harry Goodman as a detective. Right. He I didn't think part of well, that is. He very well could be this, like, slapsticky detective who is who does make these kind of jokes and like that's how he copes with the fact that his wife died his kid does his not kid live doesn't with talk him, to him doesn't right. talk to him like his his kid thinks he's abandoned him you know and the everyday you know life of a de- pokemon detective <laughs> so like it very well could be that too so you know, it still works somehow. Right, but that, that I is a, like it's, your it's a situation. Of, there's two brains fighting each other. <laughs> right, and I mean, most of that is like it's a storytelling limitation in that they wanted that reveal of him oh, being yeah. dad and the reveal to just give you Ryan Reynolds for the last thirty seconds of that movie. Yeah. Like they very clearly were trying to hide that for so much of that 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 then kind of that limits what you can do when he's a Pikachu. You know, this isn't like. This isn't Jack Frost with Kevin uh, yeah. with uh, Michael Keaton, where like you know he's in the snowman the whole time, so it's okay that he sounds like Michael Keaton yeah. and kind of acts like Michael Keaton. Yeah. Instead, it's you're coming in thirty minutes into that, and it's like if Jack Frost opened and he was already in the snowman, and it's like why does the snowman care about harmonica <laughs> and jazz? And then you get one shot for thirty seconds at the end where Michael Keaton like sings some jazz for a second. It's like, oh, okay, now that makes sense. Yeah. So like, oh. it just cre- it creates a limitation for that reveal. But I think that it also makes this really interesting idea of like, it doesn't really matter who Harry was when Tim wasn't there. Like, like yeah. it doesn't matter that Harry was this slapsticky detective who might have been like hiding his depression with jokes because quite frankly because as far as tip concerned he's just the guy that kept walking away from him which is why which is why i don't think it ever questions the fact that you never see his face in any of those holograms yeah yeah because it could be you know yeah that's that's him that's just how he he, he he yeah that's just how he to me yep oh man oh gosh and um there was so (laughs) So this is just like fun trivia as as far as like you were said you you said as basically just dead um Ryan Reynolds doing his like Deadpool stuff. So Ryan Reynolds the the way he was approached with this is that they made like a a 3D version of of Pikachu and was like this is how it would work blah blah blah. And they used dialogue from Deadpool <laughs> <laughs> to send to Ryan something about, Reynolds. Something about Pikachu with like a massive crush on Hugh Jackman oh, just yeah. does not seem to <laughs> Oh my god. And 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 Ryan Reynolds was like, yeah. He was like, it was none of the swearing stuff, but they basically like sent me this Pikachu that had my voice and I was instantly sold. I feel it deep and in my then... jellies. I have to be Pikachu now. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Um, there was, there was another thing where he, um, oh, oh, he, he was like, okay, so people are going to know it's me. So I need a, he's a detective, right? So I got to put on like this New York accent and like be, be someone else. And he's talking to the, 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 you know, the creators and the, the, you know, the people in the, the, you know, the production crew of the, I don't know if he was talking to producers or the writers or what, but he was basically like, yeah, so, like, I could put on this voice for you guys. And they were like, or 
you, you hear don't. me out. And, and they, and they hear me out here. And they, and they basically were just like, or you don't. You just be Ryan Reynolds? And he was like, oh, okay. Just, just be, what if Deadpool and Van Wilder became a Pokemon? <laughs> Do that. Yeah. But don't swear. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You missed so, oh the hand God. gestures that went with that movement, by the way. Oh, that was a big sad. one. Anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I just, I, like, listened to Ryan Reynolds talking about that. Like, how it became to, like, how it came to be him as, as picture is the funniest shit ever to me. It's great because, like, he's definitely at that, first off, the fact that he's at an age where he can play a 21-year-old dad. Yeah. Like cannot believe and can at the same time yeah. um but like i know he's got at least one kid and i think another on the way he's got and two kids he's, right now and then he's, another on the way right I think. ah yeah. so he's entering that phase that all precarious phase for a lot of actors that are like I want to start doing kids my movies. Uh, okay, I want to start doing my kids my movies can see. <laughs> I want to start doing movies my kids can see. Exactly. Like with with me and them. And so, like, if this is an indication of, like, the type of kids' movies that Ryan Reynolds will make, oh, yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, he was also in Turbo. Like, he, he voiced the snail in Turbo. That's true. And Turbo's fantastic, too. Like, talk about a movie that hits you. <laughs> Turbo freaking hits you. Oh, um, DreamWorks is really good with that, even though they don't get nearly oh, the credit yeah. they should. No, they don't. Uh, and it makes me sad. Um, but yeah, the that that was like another thing. He did the whole like method acting video. These all these videos, by the way, I watched after I saw Detective Pikachu because <laughs> I didn't want anything like spoiled for me as far as Detective Pikachu goes. Because um, I was like, I basically know what's gonna happen, but I don't want anything spoiled for me still. Um, so he like did this whole meth like this this funny like joke method acting thing, and he was like. You know, I got the call on, on the way to go pick up my daughters from school, and um, I, I never showed up to, to school, that is. And because uh, Pikachu, he doesn't know who those two girls are. He, you need to watch the video. God. So, and then Blake Lively, it cuts to like Blake Lively, and she's like, he left our daughters at school. Those are our <laughs> children. <laughs> it's just like, oh yeah, it's the it's so funny. Like, and apparently, people like international um, audiences did not get it was a joke. Of course not, because so, too dry a comedian yeah. for that to play in yeah. another language. Oh yeah. Uh. Oh, it was so funny though. But yeah, so. God. And but but then he said, you know, my kids like now I have like, you know, I'm never they're they're always going to be my kids now because I have this Pokemon movie and they're never <laughs> leaving. Like, it's fine. Uh, um, uh, I know there's one other thing you wanted to talk about. But before we get to there's another thing I wanted to talk about, the trailer that you watched. Oh, yeah. Before we get to that, just quick, quick, quick question. How are them Bulbasaur's? How did you feel about the Bulbasaur? I loved them so. Being the healers of the Pokemon world. That made me so happy. Like, <laughs> so incredibly happy. Because it's like, all right, here's the thing about Bulbasaur, everybody. Bulbasaur, best Pokemon. Secondly, 
Bulbasaur, best Pokemon. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's like that whole scene. First of all, the fact that in the trailers there's that parade of Bulbasaurs, that made me happy. Just on that level. I'm like, this is going to be cool. Like, I don't even care what moment this is. <laughs> I don't care is. what scene this is. I just want to see that like, shot. I just want to see that. That's a, that's great to me that there's all the, like this clan or like team of Bulbasaur. And then to show that they are basically the protectors and and these healing Pokemon and, you know, kind of they work with Mewtwo in in this way was fantastic. And there was that little moment where Bulbasaur Bulbasaur is like one of the most loyal Pokemon, right? Well so that's known. That is a that is a known fact about Bulbasaur. And now that I've rewatching the anime, that's even shown in the first episode that you see with Bulbasaur, where he was kind of outcast by trainers or by his trainer, got sent away, started hating humans, which, like, by the way, is how all of Ash's Pokemon like start out. And it's we all like, we all hate po- hell, we all hate guys? humans. Oh, like... this Ash guy though, <laughs> I think he might this, be okay because he's... he's too dumb to be mean yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so um so bulbasaur like basically goes to this there's a house in the woods that this this woman um takes care of pokemon that have you know been outcasts and been hurt by their trainers emotionally physically anything like that and bulbasaur is their protector he is he is so loyal he doesn't want anyone to go near them and he's like no these are like these they don't need to get hurt anymore they need to be protected and i am going to protect them because i i'm just gonna have the hardest skin like it's it's you know they're my buddies and no one is going to hurt my buddies so to then make bulbasaur even like more so a protector and to and loyal and like to show there's that moment where lucy is about to follow them and that bulbasaur is like no 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 you can't follow us because what I am about to show him about, I just sound really Canadian. Um, <laughs> it's like, no, I don't understand that you care enough about your Pokemon yet. He, Tim, just demonstrated that this Pikachu means a lot to him. So we're going to trust him in this moment. Even though we as people understand that Lucy cares about Psyduck, in that moment, it was all Tim and it was P- Tim and Pikachu's moment, and the Bulbasaur th- saw that and was like, "We can trust this kid to bring him to Mewtwo," and you know, plus there's that whole the 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 whole thing of this movie is that Pokemon can feel it. Like Pokemon can feel what are in people's hearts. I knew you were gonna love that that line. <laughs> the second it popped up, I was like, "This thing has the two things." Dale loves about Pokemon. It's got Bulbasaur, and it's got if you love your Pokemon, they'll love you back. Exactly. It's like the most two things. <laughs> <laughs> so that that whole thing happens, and it's like, yeah, those Pikachu, I mean, not those Pikachu, those Bulbasaur understand, hey, this kid's really hurting for this Pikachu right now. Like, we need to help him because he's not going to hurt us. He, we can trust him kind of thing. And it's also one of those things where it's like, no, no, like, this is super secret. We can't show anyone else. <laughs> Sorry, Lucy. 
and she's completely cool with it. Like she doesn't get offended. She's, like like yeah. if that was Misty, she's cool with it. If that was Misty, well, <laughs> Misty would have been like, "What the fuck? I just want my bike back." <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, but then but, like it, it's it it shows a lot from Mewtwo too. Like from Mewtwo, like yeah, no, I as Mewtwo as like one of the gods. Or one of the demigods, because like Arceus and the technically I don't know, technically made from one of made the legendary from Pokemon. A yes. God, that's why I say demigod because yeah. he's like created. Um, so he's basically a demigod for this like demigod Pokemon to trust the Bulbasaur. That's huge. That's like like no, you are going to be my team. <laughs> <laughs> Find me the people. Find me this person who has a connection with their Pokemon <clears throat> that maybe seems like a son and father. <laughs> and they all looked great, and looked everybody beautiful. was totally loyal to their uh, character arcs in the games mm-hmm. and the stories, and everything looked great. Yeah. But then there's that Sonic trailer you watched. Hey, um, yes. So, <laughs> I finally watched the Sonic trailer because I wanted to see it before they... There's, there's no way that Sonic doesn't get compared to Detective Pikachu the oh, second yeah. it comes out. There just isn't this um, year, unfortunately. So I told you I would save my reaction for the recording. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I am so flippin' excited for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I am not surprised. I am not surprised for a second. I was like, there's only two ways that this goes for Dale. She hates it, or she is so bought into this thing. I am so stupid excited. Are you kidding me? Like, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, the world is stupid right now, because uh... it really, really worked for me on a lot of levels. First of all, Ben Schwartz can never not be blue. Um, <laughs> and for those who don't understand that, he plays Dewey. I saw from the DuckTales best, and I saw Leo. The best DuckTales clip with him, by the way, because him and Della were singing Powerline from Goofy Movie. Oh my gosh, that might be a spoiler, Devin. You might not. I don't know if they watched. I don't know if you watched the episode, but there's. I I don't know how connected any of that is yet. Yeah. All I know is that there is just a power line reference and that reference is Dewey singing power line. Oh my god, that's great. That's amazing. Uh, um but like it were James Mars James Marsden works for me. Like I love James Marsden. Like he's got the weirdest career and I love it. He really like, he's does. Got the weirdest career. It's <laughs> great. Um yeah um Jim why can't I think of Jim Carrey. Thank you. I, I was about to say Jim Curry. Uh, Doctor Doctor Ace Ventura himself. Oh my gosh! Like he <laughs> like that was really impressive too. Like I'm very very excited. Like, and... Such such Ace Ventura vibes from <clears throat> Doctor Robotnik. Mm. Just so much oh, like yeah. late nineties Jim Carrey vibes. Yeah, it was it was great. And the thing is, is like I watched that trailer right. And first of all, Gangsta's Paradise oh my is the freaking trailer song. I can't. I can't. The thing that bothers me is that it does the thing. It never. It's all build up. It's all the build up for Gangsta's Paradise and none of the drop, which means that it feels like the most unresolved trailer ever because it's like we're just going to loop the first 30 seconds of Gangsta's Paradise over and over. Like, just that. It's just oh my that. God. Um. But here's here's my prediction for Sonic the Hedgehog. 
today, right? Right here, right now. My prediction for Sonic the Hedgehog is, in the trailer, we see Sonic, like, hit freaking Sonic Boom, right? He goes that, and then it cuts to all the lights going out in the world. And then it's like, something caused the power to go out, all blah, 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 blah. Here's my prediction. <coughs> they, Sonic, they're going to think that Sonic is the reason for that, right? He may or may not be, but it's actually Dr. Robotnik. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be <laughs> something that bad. Because that's the thing, like, the whole, like, Dr. weird... Robotnik? Is that his name? Dr. Yes. Eggman. Wait, Well, do I Eggman, Eggman? Eggman and Robotnik. Yeah. It, it's the same character, and it I forget is, right? why they switch over. Yes. Okay. There's, like... Bad lore reasons for why yeah. that changeover happened. I always call but, it Eggman. Um, the thing with name. the the thing that they have talked about and that you kind of get a very quick shot of in that trailer <laughs> is yeah. that Jim Carrey very slowly becomes like the yes. caricature cartoon yeah. version of yeah. Robotnik over the movie. And there's a lot of people that think that this whole like we're gonna redesign Sonic thing is actually a marketing ploy and that the whole point was that he was going to become more and more cartoon like throughout the gang too, which is bullshit. But anyway. Yeah, no. I just there are people that think he's going to change just like Robotic does over the movie now. Ugh. No. That makes no sense. Pay VFX no, artists. That makes anyway, no sense. But, but no, the thing I... that bothers me, the thing that still gets me in that trailer is the I'm here to save your planet line. He says he says looks like I'm gonna have to save your planet. Yeah, but he no my my problem is is that he says your planet those two <laughs> words specifically i know are that he says your planet now it could be that he doesn't realize he's just a hedgehog yeah. it could be that he gets that that whole power outage thing is him getting turned into sonic cuz oh, the yeah. whole like the whole like manual backstory to the original sonic the hedgehog is that basically he was a hedgehog that like got pretty much walked into some toxic ooze TMNT style and then became Sonic. It's like, that was it. So oh, yeah. it's very possible that he starts out this movie as a hedgehog and then like something happens at that during that power outage that turns him into Sonic, Sonic the, the hedgehog. hedgehog. And he just doesn't realize that he is like earthly. Yeah. That's fine. But it's the fact that he, I think that he hit that line. Hey, hey, that, mm. Zach, Zach, but maybe yeah. he is just a guy who got placed into the body of a hedgehog and oh now doesn't God. understand what he's supposed to be. Ben Schwartz was skateboarding down a sidewalk <laughs> in the 90s. Got zapped into the hedgehog like, by that guy, Dr. Robotnik. That, that guy looks like he could he could pull off a blue character. Let's do that. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. I, uh, I'm so excited. I don't even care. <laughs> I was excited before. I was just I was excited before I saw anything. And it's because it's Sonic, and I love Sonic, but I don't care. It it looks, it honestly, like, while I was watching it, I'm like, this just feels like a Nickelodeon movie. One of those cheesy Nickelodeon movies that hit the theaters. Yeah. And I am totally okay with those. And, and I think the thing is, first off, I think that there's a lot of Sonic fans out there who are just, like, waiting for the day when the, the thing that, like, they love gets treated with enough love to put, be put out well, there. Well, just like Pokemon. And I think... Right, and I and I think the the concern from people who are just Sonic fans. I don't give a shit about the people who aren't Sonic fans who just want to shit on this trailer. I don't care about you, but 
the people who are Sonic fans who watch this and were disappointed, I think the thing is there's like eight different origin stories for Sonic right now, yeah. and none of them are the one that's in this movie. And so it's just the fact that they just seemed like they couldn't just like pick one of those and do it as a, I think what's upsetting. And also the weird proportions on that design. I think someone <laughs> described it is that it looks like a toddler in a onesie. Like, yeah, <laughs> kind of does. You want to know what it looks like? Um, a tall me. <laughs> Are you do, do you mean me it... as in from Nintendo or do yes. you mean me as in Dale Decker? It looks like a tall Dale Decker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant a tall me, M-I-I, like Nintendo. <laughs> like someone who's just like jacking up the tall, jacking down the skinny blue sonic the hedgehog <laughs> uh, and it's just like it's weird that like like the hair just looks like wispy in a way yeah. i don't appreciate like it looks like someone like it looks like he's balding because it's like he's like he has blue skin with blue hair on top of it and that blue hair is thinned out oh, i did not get that that was what I feel like when I look like that. Like it looks like a felt costume that someone put like some hair on, and so like you see some of the hair blowing in the wind, and the rest of it is just not. There, like just there. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, no, I'm 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 excited to see. And what I happens still with it. don't it's... want anyone to redesign it. It's the choice you made. Stick with it. Yeah, no, that pisses me <laughs> off. That that is about the only thing about Sonic that pisses me off right now. Is that don't let people like get to you? I guess don't let don't let the internet bully you into further crunching your VFX artists exactly. who you probably yeah. already didn't pay well and crunched. Like yeah, yeah no, I uh, uh yeah no, I'm but I'm excited. For but but it. It yeah, there's really like Cause yeah, it's, there's it's just, just like cheesy. yeah, and it's unfortunate that like it is going to be compared to Detective Pikachu when oh, it comes yeah. out just is if these things had come out a couple of years apart or if sonic had come out first if they had swapped places if sonic had come out two weeks ago yeah or a week ago or whatever and detective pikachu was like your big holiday movie i think we would be in a different place it's just the fact that the way that they are come the direction in which they are coming out does not serve sonic well no i agree i agree to that yeah and it's it's also they just feel like two very, very different movies. Like, whereas Pikachu, it, it you know, you knew it was going to be cheesy and campy and fun. The first trailer did not feel like that. The trailer for Sonic specifically feels like a joke. Like, it feels like this is just supposed to be fun. Like, please we're don't not... take this so seriously yeah. that you bully us like, on the internet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, we're, not, <laughs> we're not trying to do anything. We're just kind of trying to cash in on the fact that everybody is, a, is, is going to start making these live action slash animated films. Like we're just trying to cash in on that. People love Sonic. You know, it, it's, it, it's, it's this thing that I, that's the issue and that's the issue that i have with critics and all of that too where it's like some movies are just movies and are just meant to be fun and like are just meant to 
be cheesy and get you out of the real world for a couple of hours. Yeah. You can usually tell when the movie is asking you to think on a certain level. Exactly. Like I, I also, exactly. I, I also get like, I get things written later on where it's like, let's talk, let's overthink about this movie yeah. and write 50 pages on it. I love that shit. That's fun, I also don't usually fun. fault a movie for that shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny also that like, I, I think uh, the other part of this is that, there was a great, beautiful, fake, and I wish it was real graphic going around about the like Nintendo cinematic universe that was like oh. Detective Pikachu, <laughs> Sonic, the Mario movie that's coming out, and then they just started making up fake movies after that <laughs> for like what they would do for like sequels and things. And it was great. But like I think it also feeds into this idea that people think about Sonic. Unfortunately, I think people it depends on how old you are. There are people out there that I think of that probably think of Sonic as a Nintendo character now because of smash brothers. And so like you think about it as like, well, they were all in smash together. How come Pikachu got the good movie and Sonic like got the good budget for their movie and Sonic didn't get as big a budget or something. Um, And so I think there's like a lot of weird ideas about how movies get made getting into that, but it's going to be really interesting when like, the Mar- the fully animated Mario movie mm. that comes out God knows when. Yeah, um, when that comes out and then you put these three movies together, that's going to be a weird trilogy. Yeah. That's going to be a weird drinking game. <laughs> I'm going to watch all three of those movies for like Christmas every year for the rest of my life probably. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, that's brilliant. That's, but like, it. But I think it's just like it all feeds into this idea of like what people expect of like I think we're at a point now where just doing the simple cheesy movie is more difficult than doing a movie like Detective Pikachu that plays into weird ideas about like partnership and autonomy and body autonomy and what's okay for humans to do to animals. Yep. <laughs> because I think that like there's just a lot of people out there that will give a lot more respect to a movie that tries to go with like those weirder, darker themes than it will for things that are just kind of cheesy. <laughs> but I bet you like there's also a good chance that like that Sonic movie becomes like a weird cult classic 20 years oh, from now. Oh, it's 100% That like going to. kids in high school 20 years from now oh, yeah. are going to be like, "Hey, they made this weird movie based on this game that's like 60 years old now because yeah. I put this 20 years in the future." Exactly. <laughs> that. Yeah, like It's like if we it's like I'm trying to think. It's, I mean, it's honestly, it's like if we watched like Rogue One. Oh, yeah. 10 years from now and went, Rogue One, this weird movie that's stuck in between these other trilogies of this saga of movies that came out over three decades and trying to give that to someone in the future and be like, this is Star Wars. Yes. Watch, this. Watch this. I could see people sitting down and be like, I don't know, this is what they thought movies were for video <laughs> games in this world now. And we're all going to sit down on our couch that's owned by Disney and we're going to watch this movie. We found the one movie not owned by Disney and it's Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Nintendo. We even want to go near that. Nintendo has completely split from Sega. Nintendo and the Pokemon Company are also part of Disney for some reason. And Sega's the only one. Sega's the only one not owned by Disney. And so people sit down and watch Sonic the Hedgehog as as the one thing they can do to not give Disney money. Cleanse. It's the one way we oh can gosh. do it. Oh, then it turns out it's on Hulu, and we're like, damn it, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And I think at that point, once my brain has reached conspiracy (laughs) theories of our dystopian Disney future, uh, we need to prepare to set this off to the Brendan Fraser quiz, which is another half hour of this episode before we get to Liz. Um, Yeah. We should probably do like the weird sign off stuff now because I think Devin sets it off to sends it off to Liz at the end of our thing. Um, So uh, there is another 27 ish minutes of this episode. (laughs) in which Devin is going to come and give us a quiz on movies that, honestly, I have not seen all of the movies, and somehow I made it. This is how I got through school. I didn't do any of the work, and I still managed to pass the test. So, <laughs> Don't spoil uh, but, the test stances, though, or the test results. But you can find us <laughs> online uh, on Twitter at Say Report Junior, and if you search us on YouTube at Say Report Junior, that's Say Report JR. Um, at some point this week, I'm going to sit down and put all of our episodes back up. I've, fell, I've fallen so badly behind. <laughs> I say I say so badly. It's four episodes. There were times in which we were 20 episodes behind, so I should be that. Oh, feel yeah. Bad. No, you're fine. But uh, you can follow us individually. I am at Zerwiski. And I am at Dale's Brain. You can also find so, us on Spotify. Oh, God. I'm going to keep forgetting that. Find <laughs> okay. us on Spotify. Um, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Enjoy we're gonna go. And- we're gonna go get some ice cream, yes. and you're gonna go listen to our past selves in the future in the answer future. questions about Brendan Fraser. And somehow we past. never got to blast from the past. How did we uh, never get to blast from the past? That's anyway, a question you gotta ask Devin. That's something you gotta take up with Devin. Devin and past us, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, this is a special thing that we're doing on the Say Report Junior. Hopefully, I have led us into this, and this is not just a weird, weird situation that we're in. I really Ooh, hope. Want to hear a weird? Want to hear a real weird situation? I'm gonna create a time paradox. No, do I it. I open that beer. I open that beer. You're not gonna. I'm gonna be drinking it through an entire episode. You've already heard. Oh anyway. man, that's crazy. <laughs> I've ripped open reality. How dare you? Anyways, <clears throat> hello everybody, and uh, as you may know, this month is uh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser Appreciation Month. It's Brendan Fraser History Month. History Month. Excuse me. And that voice that sounds like a a manly version of my voice is Devin Decker. If you, uh... I don't. Why am I offended? Not at all. How I would describe. Okay. <laughs> I know. Anyway. I know. It was just. It was the first thing that popped in my head. It's Devin Decker, everybody. Um, <laughs> I also he... want to point out, I don't think that this actually happens, but if there's someone who listens to Say Report Jr. and not the Say Report, they actually probably have no idea what Brendan Fraser History Month is. Yeah, so I it's was... entirely possible. I was about to introduce who Devin was. Um, and Devin, unless you want to do Hello. it, Zach. <laughs> I mean, so... you're in the room with him. You can tell when he's about to get loud. <laughs> I know. So. so Devin is uh, Devin Decker is my brother and a one of the hosts of Say Report, the Say Report, which is our sister podcast that our older brothers do together. Uh, this is a really bad explanation, but anyways, Brendan Hist- Brendan Fraser History Month is a month that celebrates Brendan Fraser movie history, right, Devin? It really celebrates. Brendan Fraser's entire history entire as a man. History. It was the man, ins- the myth, the legend. It was inspired by Seijin's original podcast, uh, Super Kenshi, Fun Time Bus Through Space. Oh my god. Super Kenshi for short, because I don't remember the full <laughs> long title. Um, where he was Almost in- might explain why that's not a podcast anymore, yeah, actually. It was, <laughs> it was like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious plus three more syllables. Uh. So... You know, it's fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Q, 
who was the host of that podcast, said in one episode offhandedly that he hated Brendan Fraser. So I wrote up a quiz and a whole mythos behind why May was Brendan Fraser History Month. And when CJ and I decided to start our own podcast, we decided that that was something we wanted to, you know, continue with the Say Report. Cool. So now that you guys have a podcast, I, I asked them graciously if I would be allowed on the show so I could administer that very first Brendan Fraser History Month quiz and see how much the juniors know about, you know, the Brenmaster. Do we have a timestamp on when this quiz was created? This like quiz? a year ballpark. Oh, this quiz was created at least two years in ago. April <clears throat> of 2016. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so ago. we probably don't have to worry about his. Well, what was that? The his television return. Yo, or Doom Patrol. Is not part of it. Doom Patrol is not. No, part it's of all it. it's all pre. Uh, <coughs> pre. Pre. His return, basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pre. Yeah. His return. Um. But yeah, so, I mean, without, like... This is we, the fourth should... official Brendan Fraser History Month, and the third that Say Report is celebrating. Yeah. So. That's crazy. I didn't even realize that put a lot into perspective for me. All right. <laughs> so, just make sure you have a pen and paper. We're I do. do I have like written a... BF quiz on that paper. Oh, I should do that. So. <clears throat> Hardcore BF weekend. Yes. <laughs> There you go. How has he not been on American Dad? Anyway. I don't know. Actually, you say that, and I don't know. I need a clipboard. All right, well, use that box that you have in your hand. <laughs> okay. It's so, ladies and gentlemen, the Brendan Fraser History Month quiz. Write down your answers. It is multiple choice. Um, and we will assess at the end. How many questions are there? It's ten questions. You don't need to number your answer spots. I do. Too bad, because that's what I'm doing. That's what you're... Clearly, it's what you're both doing. There's a reason you do a podcast together. <laughs> All right. So That's question number one. Which Goonie appears alongside Brendan Fraser in Encino Man? Is it A, Corey Feldman, B, Josh Brolin, C, Sean Astin, or D, Martha Plimpton? Josh Brolin isn't a Goonie. Yes, he is. He's the older brother. I know. Oh, I you're know saying he's that he an older brother. He is not a goonie. I think he is a goonie. He goes underground with them, therefore he is one of the goonies. If Andy is a goonie, then Bran is a goonie. Fair enough. What were the choices again? A. Corey <sighs> Feldman. Don't sigh. A. Corey <laughs> Feldman. B. Josh Brolin. C. Sean Astin. Or D. Martha Plimpton. <sighs> All right. I'm Question always... number two. Though most children of the 90s fondly recall his appearance in Encino Man, his first starring role was in which drama released that same year? Was it A, Awakenings, B, Moscow on the Hudson, C, The Dead Poets Society, or D, School Ties? Wow, I didn't realize that came out that close to Encino Man, but yes, I know the answer. I would hope so. Let me know when you're ready, Dale. I'm going to lose. <laughs> is what I'm going to say. I'm ready. Well, there's ready. still ten questions, and it's still very early in the game. Devin, Do there's still eight questions. Eight questions. Well, yeah. No, I'm no, glad no, you I mean, no, no, I'm saying that, like, 
there's still ten questions total, so don't count your chickens because you didn't know the first two. Question number three. What was the name of the band in the 1994 comedy Airheads? Whoops. Was it A... Wait, I, might, I might get this just from memory. Let's see. Was it A, <laughs> the Lone Rangers, B, the Zoros, C, the Tontos, or D, the Airheads? Okay, yep, I did get that one from memory. Man, that was on a lot right? on Comedy Central in like That was that was another childhood. one of those afternoon Comedy Central movies. I would just like to point out the only movie that has been mentioned that I've seen is Goonies. Let's move <laughs> on. <laughs> let's, <laughs> not even the Brendan Fraser one. Let's uh <laughs> let's move forward with the quiz. <clears throat> Question uh. number four. In which of these Polly Shore films? Does good old Brendan Fraser have an uncredited cameo? Is it A, Son-in-Law, B, Biodome, C, Jury Duty, or D, Polly Shore is Dead? I actually remember this question being asked on Say Report, and I don't remember the conversation that came afterwards or the answer. I I asked Devin, I'm like, Zach is going to know all the answers. Can I get those multiple choices one more time? Of course. A, son-in-law, B, biodome, C, jury duty, D, Polly Shore is dead. Okay, that's the first one that I kind of have a question mark on, but oh. that's okay. Well, yeah, but that just proves my point, that just because you've heard this quiz before does not necessarily know you know, mean you know the answers. It's also because I erase every Say Report episode out of my brain right after I listen to it. So, like, two episodes later, I don't remember what you've talked about. I erase every Say Report episode out of my brain after I've recorded it. If if only it was a Scantron, I could draw Brendan Fraser's face. (laughs) And get points that way. Okay. a lot of bees. So, this question, listen very carefully to this question. Uh Uh-oh. Because it is poorly written intentionally. Speaking of the King of the Cameo, in which of these films does Brendan Fraser not appear uncredited? Okay. Wait, okay. what? I, think I, I understand. Good for you, Zach! <laughs> Speaking of the King of the Cameo, in which of these films does Brendan Fraser not appear uncredited? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that means I, it's just as likely that he could be in the movie, but as long as he's credited, it yes. it still counts. Okay. Yeah, yes. no, I know. I know. Is it A, Now and Then, B, Glory Days, C, G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra, or D, Kids in the Hall, Brain Candy? I'm going with the one of those movies that I remember for certain that he's in. I almost also just wrote down my answer and then Brendan Fraser. Like, that was what I was trying to remind myself of. No. Okay. That's not the title of a movie. Okay. Well. <laughs> you have an answer movie. for five, Dale? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm just making sure. I'm quick. Little known fact, 1997's Bedazzled, starring Elizabeth Hurley and our boy Brendan Fraser, is a remake of a 1967 film of the same name that starred which actor? Is it A, Roger Moore... B, James Caan, C, Dudley Moore, or D, George Burns? I think I, I, I should know this one. I used to know this, I'm know guessing, this. at this point. I'm guessing on all of them. <laughs> I've seen Bedazzled, right? Yeah, you've, I've seen Bedazzled. You live in this house. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I like For Bedazzled. For a second, you're going to be like, oh, Bedazzled is the movie we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> all right. Everybody have their answers ready on six? 
Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Moving right along to seven. In which of these classic cartoon big screen adaptations did Brendan Fraser not appear? Was it A, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, B, Dudley Do-Right, C, George of the Jungle, or D, Looney Tunes? I actually know that one for certain. Now, okay. It's also weird. We'll talk about it when we get around to this. It's weird that three of those are basically from the same, like, run of cartoons. Yeah. But, that's okay, why but, I wrote but, the question the way I wrote the but question. But Looney Tunes! <laughs> I know. Get, Looney yeah. Tunes back in action pro- is a big screen cartoon adaptation of Looney Tunes. Okay. I know exactly. Yeah, Wait, can you read, I get that. I get what's hanging the question you up, again? Dale. In which of these classic cartoons. Big screen adaptations. Cartoons. Okay, all right. Brendan Fraser not appear. Okay. Yeah, there's a possessive in there that you can't really hear. <laughs> okay, what was the multiple choices again? Is it A, The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle, B, Dudley Do Right? Okay, okay, okay. 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 <laughs> Number eight. Which actor portrays the reanimated cadaver when Brendan Fraser's character eventually possesses a deceased person in Monkey Bone? God, I love that movie so much. Is it A, Jimmy Fallon, B, Fred Armisen, C, Chris Kattan, or D, Horatio Sands? You guys should talk. I mean, Zach, you have an answer. Dale's thinking. How do you um, I mean, just re- re- Okay, I just want to, I mean, I, I'm, I know for a fact what it is, but I just want to make sure that I'm not getting tricked by an easy question. Reread that question one more time. <laughs> Which actor portrays the reanimated cadaver when okay. Brendan Fraser's character eventually possesses a deceased person in Monkey Bone? Okay. Yep. Okay. Just making sure I heard you right. Are you ready, Dale? Yeah. Okay. I've been ready. Number nine. Not content with only breaking hearts on the big screen, Brendan Fraser plays which Scrubs character's brother? Oh. Is it A. Sarah Chalk's Elliot? B. Ken Jenkins' Dr. Kelso, C. John C. McGinley's Dr. Cox, or D. Krista Miller's Jordan? I'm really proud of this question. I'm I'm proud of of that question. I'm proud of the way you did the answers, and also, thank you for not making me have to remember his character's name, because I forget all the time. (laughs) Sam is I remember not his who name, he's the right? brother of. I never remember his name. I don't remember his name either. Because Sam is JD's brother, right? Uh. The Scrubs characters have brothers? Yes, oh they God. have families. They don't exist in a vacuum. No, Dan, I don't Dan believe is, that. Dan, Dan is JD's brother. Oh, then it's, Sam um, is Brendan Fraser's name. I just believe they only live in that hospital and never leave. They, oh, oh they do. Ghosts. I mean, they see their they're brothers in ghosts. that yes, hospital. Yeah, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> They've and then their scrubbed. families come to mourn their they've dead been, bodies. They've been scrubbed clean of their lives. Oh my God. So they have to scrub up in the hospital <coughs> to help people stay alive. Oh Moving on. I want uh, you to explain Grey's Anatomy to me one day. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. No, question no, ten. Question, question ten. number <laughs> ten. Finally, which 2014 animated feature features Brendan Fraser? Is it A, The Nut Job, B, The Box Trolls, C, Escape from Planet Earth, or D, The Lego Movie? Oh, I actually don't. 
know this one. I think I'm gonna guess. Zach, I think I, I have didn't it, know but any. that's not I what I'm certain on of. Every single one. I'm just gonna be honest and true. All right. Final tabulations. Do you need any questions reread? No. Nope. All right. <laughs> then let's go through and tabulate the answers. May I have your pen, please? Don't give me your answer sheet, Dale. I'm gonna need it. But I want. He can return you with your big fat D plus. You're gonna get on the grand. <laughs> how am I? How how are you scoring this if I don't have I the pen? I can score on my pen. Oh, I, I have a piece of paper in front oh, of me okay. with the Brendan Fraser History Month quiz on it. Oh my gosh! All right, question number one was which Goonie appeared alongside Brendan Fraser in Encino Man? What do you have as an answer, Zach? Sean Astin. Dale. Sean Astin. Can I see your paper? Josh Brolin. Dale, what with Josh Brolin? <laughs> Sean Astin, digging that pool up, and that's where he... Is that where he finds the caveman, or is, this, is that just coincidental that he's also digging a giant hole no, in his backyard? No, he's digging a big hole in his backyard, and that's where he finds a caveman. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, question two. Though most children of the 90s fondly recall his appearance in Encino Man, his first starring role is in which drama released that same year? Zach? It's uh, School Ties. C. I went with C. They went with Depo Society. Society. It was, in fact, school time. Yeah, I, I, I could tell. Well, anytime Zach answers, this is going to be the correct answer. Where he's super mean to Matt Damon? No, Matt Damon is super mean to him. Oh, okay. Everyone's mean to him because he's a Jewish student at a waspy, like, boarding school. And the secretary, well, the head of state, is, Let's makes a continue kid on. Uh, commit suicide. <laughs> Let's continue That's on. Weird. That movie's weird. That's why we haven't watched it for Brendan Fraser History Month. Number three, <laughs> what is the name of the band in the 1994 comedy Airheads? A movie released before Dale was born. So like, oh, let's wait. just be oh, honest. Oh, God. Really? Yeah. I feel old. Uh, <laughs> See, there you go, Dale. There's some points for you. Uh, what, uh, what'd you go with, Zach? It's the Lone Rangers because it's a running joke the whole time that there's three of them. What'd you go with, Dale? Nice! <laughs> you fell for my clever roost. Perhaps it was the titular. <laughs> and no, airheads do not make your head explode, Devin. Dude, I mean, like, I see that commercial and the people are blowing bumper heads no, on the train. No, it doesn't work. It's not, it would, and I'm like, that doesn't The FDA happen. would not allow that to happen. So I don't oh. understand how that commercial is selling you airheads. Oh my uh, god, Dale, we peaked. <laughs> and then normalizes. It's it audio. It scares me. Okay, to be fair, Skittles sells you on giving you Skittles chicken pox. So. Yep. That's true. I have those, though. Skittles or chicken pox? Both. Okay. In which of these Polly Shore films does good old Brendan Fraser have an uncredited cameo? What letter did you go with, Zach? This is Zach's first question, Mark. Is it Son in Law? It is Son in Law. Yay! Okay. Dale, can I see your piece of paper? A, I'm with I a. believe she did go with A. That was a huge guess. He shows up. <laughs> I went entirely from what I remember from the state report. <laughs> Brendan Fraser shows up as his character from Encino Man. What? So they're in their same world. So they exist well, in the but, same world. But it's not the same Polly Shore, right? That's the whole thing. It's, it's a, a different, different Polly Shore, Shore, same Brendan Fraser. And in In the Army Now. The caveman character portrayed by Brendan Fraser shows up yet again. Jesus. Why? 
Why does this character come all over the place? I guess the fact that, like, if a caveman came, he'd be all over the place. Looking for the weasel. Uh. I don't God. understand anything that is happening right I, now. I do, and you're better for it. <laughs> okay. So. There's a caveman. Oh, you gotta see Encino, man. <laughs> and then never think about it. Polly Shore again. <laughs> Speaking of the king of the cameo, in which of these films does Brendan Fraser not appear uncredited? What'd you go with, Zach? I uh, went with G.I. Joe. Is he credited at the end of G.I. Joe? He I don't know. He's never credited in G.I. Joe. Oh, I got that one wrong. Portrayal of Sergeant Stone. What'd you go with, Dale? Whatever B was. Glory days? Yeah. Dale, on the board! Wait, really? A second time. Yes. Why? Because he plays a character who's who's credited. He appears in all four of those movies, but the only one in which he's credited as Dan is Glory Days because of uh, his friendship with wait, ben, ben Affleck. Wait, what was from the question? Ties. I thought the, the question the qu- was which one he was uncredited in. No, 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 the, no. One, the only one that he appears in credited. Oh. Oh, I got it right. Zach got it wrong. Yep. Congratulations, me... you know more about Ben Affleck ephemera than no, I do. No, 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 I don't. I just <laughs> am better at guessing. All right, so who played the too, same so. role as Brendan Fraser in the original 1967 Bedazzled? I went with Dudley Moore, but I think it might actually be Roger. It is Dudley Moore. Oh, wait, really? So C is the proper answer. Oh, cool. What'd you pick, Dale? B. James Caan? James Caan! Yeah. Robert? I mean, that... For some reason, I thought I remember you guys talking about James Caan in relationship to Bedazzled. Well, the whole fact of this is, all of them have appeared... Well, B through D have appeared in movies with the devil. Roger Moore is there because it sounds like Dudley Moore, and it almost worked. If it weren't for that meddling Zack... I wanted Dudley Moore because I was like, uh, I could see them putting Dudley Moore in that movie. I could just see it. <laughs> All right. So which of these classic cartoons, big screen adaptations, did Brendan Fraser not appear in? Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh. What'd you say, Dale? B. Dudley do right. But I think what? I meant Rocky and Bullwinkle. Well, can I see a paper? But I wrote B. You wrote B. Wrote I'm B. sorry. Yes, he does not appear in Rocky and Bullwinkle. The hope being, when I originally wrote the quiz... That people would, of course, know he wasn't Dudley Do-Right with Judge Ap- Judd Apatow's wife. And they would think that because Dudley Do-Right was part of Rocky and Bullwinkle, he would have some sort of cameo. Wait, well, wasn't she also Jane in George of the Jungle? No, it's a no. different actress. Oh, wait, I thought so that exact same thing. Way. I love George of the Jungle. Because um, George of the Jungle is the lady from This is 40, right? No, that's it's not Leslie Mann. It's someone else. Oh. Leslie Mann wait. is... I don't know. One of them is, I, is Leslie Mann, and 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 not Dudley Do Right might not be Leslie Mann. Leslie Mann might be George of the Jungle. I'm pretty certain George of the Jungle is Leslie yeah. Mann. So yeah. she, that's the it, one I've seen more. But yeah. they're very similar no, people. Is. Those two the, actors. So I I totally thought it was, I was like okay it's one of the first two. I can't I can't what he has a hat. <laughs> can't remember. <coughs> I can't remember if Dudley Do Right and Rocky and Bullwinkle are in the same world as each other, but they aren't. 
They are but in they the are show. In they the are the show, cartoon, right? But not in the movie. But not in the movies. Which is the so whole point what, of it. Yeah, so I definitely got confused. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's Sarah Jessica Parker and Dudley Do-Rat. That's right. All right. Yeah. But they're very similar to me, personally. Yeah. I mean, again, all from the same, like, animation people. All from the same. That's the best ride. It is. I love Ever. the Dudley Do-Rat ride. <laughs> all right. So, number eight. Which actor portrays the reanimated cadaver in Monkey Bone? What'd you Are go we still waiting for me to answer? Yeah. Chris Catan. It is number C, Chris Catan. Number Bingo. C. Num- number C. Yes. I went with D. You went with Horatio Sands? He's the dummy answer. Whatever. You know, Devin, whatever. I haven't seen Monkey Bone in, so, in Monkey yeah, Monkey Bone in so long. I call it Monkey Fist and I get it. I always get confused with Bedazzled. We've gone over this. I understand you getting it confused with Bedazzled. Yeah, they both go to hell. They both have to do with the devil. Well, they don't both go to hell. I know they don't Monkey go to Bone hell. Monkey Bone is technically limbo. Yeah. But and you got death, not the devil. But Gosh. I grew up. But no, but I'm Giancarlo sorry. Esposito plays the devil. I just grew in... up always calling it Monkey Fist. Because of Kim Possible. knew that was wrong. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, uh, whose brother did he play on Scrubs? He is Jordan's brother. He is Dr. Cox's brother-in-law. Nice try. Nice job, Zach. You are the first person who has ever taken this quiz to get this question correct. I cannot believe that. It's such a big deal that it's a bro- Okay, anyway. Yeah, no, no, no. But the, but the fact of the matter is most people, because Dr. Cox is so involved in the story, believe that it's his brother. Right. And that's why it's such like a nice bamboom. I gotcha on your Brendan Fraser. What'd you write down, Dale? B. Ken Jenkins, Dr. Kelso. That'd be interesting. I'd actually like to see, see that world. I'd like to think people would confuse Dick Van Dyke for that in that one episode he's in. That, the that makes a little bit more sense. episode? Where Oof. all of St. Elsewhere is there? That's a weird episode. All right. Uh, which 2014 animated feature features Brendan Fraser? I mean, I put down the nut job. And you I are correct. That's correct. That's a total guess. That's A, right? Yeah. Oh, thank God. And Dale! Yeah, uh, he doesn't appear... Uh, he might appear in Escape from Planet Earth, but Box Trolls and Lego Movie aren't even 2014 movies. <laughs> I just had fun making the quiz. So let me do some tabulations. You guys can have some fun talking. Hey, Zach. Uh, you, you, I, I gave myself a star plus. You, you said my, a star my plus. Nine out of ten. Yeah, yep. yeah I, I didn't even write down which ones I got right because <laughs> I know I lost. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I like Brendan Fraser. I just don't remember a lot. I've also never seen a lot of those movies. I mean, I haven't seen, let me think. I don't think I've incredibly seen Encino Man in a very long time. I was I was too busy watching Looney Tunes back in action like <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> well, if you like Looney Tunes back in action, the I episode that released two days ago, Seijin and I on the Say Report take a real deep look at Looney Tunes back in action. So you might want to listen, Dale. And you home, at home listener. And Zach, you home. You have officially scored the highest score ever. In the history of the Brendan <laughs> Fraser History Month quiz. Which is sad, considering four. one of them I only got right because of this quiz's already existence. Yeah, that's true. Dale, as per your namesake, you are three, D. I got three, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
How many does that give, right? Nine. Yeah. You got one wrong, Zach. So we got a star plus. In fact, I put it on the paper. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Wowie. Uh, well, then. That's some weird energy to go into talking about Detective <laughs> Pikachu. But that's in the past for you, listeners. Oh! Don't worry about it. So in the past. This is also... <laughs> This is great. <laughs> I'm glad. Thank you very much for having me on You're to welcome. do this, guys. You're very welcome. I'm a big fan of this quiz, and I'm a big fan of Brendan Fraser, and I wanted you guys to get in on the love, too. It was good. So It worked. So, yeah. So, I'll, I'll skedaddle so you can, I guess, throw skedaddle? it to Liz. Or did you already throw it to Liz, and this is, like, I don't know. after the I don't, credits? I don't or? know. We'll see. I assume, I assume we'll hey, leave let's... some space in there that we can cut in and Maybe... pop this in there. Yeah. That sounds like real work, though, and to be fair, Dale does all of that, so. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Baba Booey, Baba Booey, how it starts penis. Woo! Oh, God. What? Yeah, he did that. That's a thing he did. I'm cutting that out. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.